coming up in one minute on the Jack and Around podcast. How have y'all stayed healthy? We're not. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> uh, in Gainesville, there was a place called The Farm. We used to go there and see Mud Crutch play. And Petty would stand in the back and play bass. He never sang. Oh, wow. He, he, he was the bass player in that band. That's how we knew Tom Petty. I got... I can't tell this story. Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. We'll cut it out if it's not good. Uh, no, it's good. It's really <laughs> good, but it might, it might come back on me. But I ended, anyway, I ended up in a toilet with Royce Kendall and Dr. Hook. We were doing some things down there. <laughs> and it wasn't, and it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't taking a leak either. <laughs> <laughs> I rode with the Gatlin brothers. You know, we're all friends with. With the Gallon Brothers? Yeah, I have to be beat at Larry's ass. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to whip his no, ass? No, so, no, no. Yes, you did. We, Those were, we, they were the wild. We were all wild. We toured with Jerry Lee, David Onico, and Tanya. Oh, boy. And us. And Howard, at that tour, Howard said, you know, it's really bad when we're the straightest people on this <laughs> I was about to say, man, <laughs> like, we're, we're the voice of reason. Have, have you ever seen the end of Spinal Tap when the band goes to hell? And, you know, completely, and everybody's having a little party, his little breakup party and stuff. Comes running and goes, hey, we're on the charts in Japan. <laughs> That's our life. That's We've had that happen. This is the Jack and Around podcast, hosted by two-time Academy of Country Music Award winner, Jack Ingram. And now, here's Jack. The Jack and Around podcast is brought to you by Lone Star Dry Goods, a collection of handcrafted quality goods, the truly unique Americana vibe. Visit the world headquarters in the heart of downtown Abilene, Texas and Willow Park, Texas, Fort Worth. Visit LoneStarDryGoods.com for more information. Welcome to the Jacking Around Podcast, available on your favorite audio platforms and in video on YouTube. For links and info, visit JackingAroundPodcast.com. Yeah. Oh, I'm in a shitty chair. Yeah. You recognize these chairs? Maybe it isn't my chair. That's right. I think somebody shit in this chair. <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, is it? Oh, no. oh, dang it. Have a little class, Toe. Yeah, yeah. well, it cooled down, didn't it? Yeah, man. Oh, hey, I'm going to all need a vest. You mind if I need that, get... if I borrow that vest? <laughs> I got one all on you. <laughs> I was kind of messing with you earlier. I was like, God dang. See? All right, we rolling? Yes. Welcome to Jacking Around. Welcome. No, we're not. Welcome to Jacking Around. We're here with the Bellamy Brothers. Talk about some old hippies. We found we found the mother load. <laughs> you found it. So we're here in Steiner Ranch, uh, just north of Austin, or out on the lake. You guys are one of those acts, one of those bands. When I first started back in 1990-91, it's like y'all had been around forever. Your career was over then. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. That's what I've always loved about bands like you guys is there's a guy named Jay Joyce who's a producer in Nashville, and he always says, hey, man, we're just a couple of roaches. You can't, you can't like, you don't know how we got here, and you can't get rid of us. You don't stay around. Don't stay alive. You can't keep doing it. That's right. You know? How have y'all stayed healthy? We're not. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> but fairly healthy. I mean, but, you know. Considering, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know, we've been fortunate. Our parents lived to be fairly old, but they didn't abuse themselves as bad as we did early on. Uh, 
But, you know, you learn a lot of tricks, pacing yourself on the road, trying to get a little exercise, of course, and eat right. We do those things, but we do all the crazy stuff with it. So, so what did y'all do? Because everybody knows all the hits. You guys play, like, you've, you've, you've made, how many how many dates a year do y'all play a year? Oh, on average, minus whatever. We did it. 120, 140? We, we did 140 before COVID stopped everything. Yeah. We did 140 the last two years before then. And then with COVID, we did 160. Yeah. yeah. And we did some more. <laughs> Stepped it up a little but, bit. But since then, you know, we've been back since like last fall. We've been back really hard at it. And we've got more dates now than ever. And so, yeah, that's normal. 120 to 140, you know, is normal. And so when did that consistency start for you guys? Because I know. 76. <laughs> is that when Let Your Love Flow yeah. happened? And all of a sudden it's like. Boom, we're on. I mean, we've we've actually we've played we've played upwards of two hundred shows a year. That's, yeah, you know. Now, were you playing in what mid sixties, late sixties, and hit the road? Were y'all a road band, or were y'all trying to get a hit? I don't know what it was like. Well, back a little then. bit of both, really, because we had a we had a band in in, in Atlanta, Jericho, uh, Jericho, yeah, and. Uh, you know, we, we found were, that name on a on a in, a in an IHOP. I'll never forget it. Had yeah. the old band. <laughs> we're just looking. It was a street name, Jericho. That yeah. what, like kind, what was the band like? We played everything. We played. Was it like a cover band? Yeah, we did like a lot of covers. Oh, we did a lot it was, of covers. It was a cover band. It was a soul band. It was a country band. It was whatever anybody wanted to hear. We played one club in in Charleston, South Carolina, and there was nothing but uh, sailors and trannies. The it's whole good audience. The, the whole. <laughs> And we played five, six shows. We'd go on at eleven thirty at night and come off at eight in the morning. Wow! Just take you know fifteen minute breaks here yeah, and there. That was, and, and was uh, it fun? Were you all having a good time? And were you young? Like part, it's almost well, like the Beatles. It's hard, to, hard to remember part, some we, of the it. part we remembered. Yeah, we, it was it was pretty. Um, How old were you guys? Well, mid I was mid twenties. Yeah, you were, and I was um, you were 20, 20, 20, 20, Yeah. So that was the time, man. Like those gigs that you. That were that meant nothing but meant everything. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean you know, we didn't really need sleep back then, right? You because know? we went, we toured, we did sixty-four days in Europe one time in a row, and we played sixty days out of sixty-four. And your voices never. Well, you, did your voices ever give out? Well, they we've were, been lucky with voices. They were ragged you know, some nights, unless <laughs> you have a bad cold or something. We've never had voice problems. Oh, that's what I've always. People ask me about voice stuff. I'm like. Man, I'm not really a singer anyway. Like, it's not like, uh, like I know, we all know singers. Like, Carrie Underwood. Yeah, those rangy. Yeah. They got to do, like, we just kind of, we kind of. Yeah, find your zone, stay in it. Yeah. Just get in the song and stay in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, and and we, you know, we grew up singing a lot of the stuff we wrote. So the range is like what it's, you know, it's not something we tackle. Right, you wrote it in your own range. Yeah. So, you know, even the stuff we still do today, it's. It's not a really a strain on us. We'd play it all in the original keys. and So in the 60s, when y'all came up, and then you were going to L.A. and you, and, and Nashville, so were y'all familiar with, like, were you into Funky Donnie Fritz and, and Christopherson? And, and, like, y'all were in Nashville or around Nashville at that time. Yeah, Was but it- we were more in, on the West Coast then. We, we were more on the West Coast at that time because uh, – uh, I wrote a song for Jim Stafford called Spiders and Snakes. And and uh, I, I didn't re- write it originally for Jim, but through a producer I'd been playing some songs for, Jim found it. And so um, 
when that became a big hit, the producer said, hey, why don't y'all come out there and, and work on the TV show? They were doing, uh, they, they had a summer replacement show for the, for the Smothers Brothers. Oh, wow. And, um, and what was the TV? What was that? The Jim Stafford, <coughs> Jim Stafford show or Jim Stafford hour or something. Uh, Jim Stafford show. Yeah. 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 And he and replaced he, the Smothers Brothers for the summer. You know? Yeah. That's when they got into that weird, what they got the controversy over the, uh, the Smothers Brothers did. And they, yeah, they kind of wanted to take them off the air. Yeah. They, they, what was the controversy? They, they had done some, what was that? They, they kind of, uh, they kind of blacklisted them a while for, for being, uh, outspoken on Vietnam war and all that stuff. You know, the networks did. Yeah. And, um, you know, those guys were, those guys were crazy, you know? Well, they were, they, they were they, real comedians. Yeah, they like, do. They, yeah, really, they, do oh, God, they weren't the, afraid to but push we, those things. But we went out there and worked on the show a lot. And Howard actually ended up going on the road with Jim as a road manager. And, and everything else. And I stayed you know, there and wrote a bunch of stuff for his album. I went on and, the road with Jim Stafford and Gallagher, you know, the comedian? Yeah. Gallagher? Yeah, that yeah. Gallagher. Yeah, we lived with Gallagher. That was our roommate, Gallagher. No way. Yeah. Was he funny off air, off air? Uh, he, was, he, he, was, he was never he was never off air. He was always on. That's the hardest part about hanging out with <laughs> yeah. some people. Where some of out? us. Yeah. Some of us. It's like, dude, enough. Just <laughs> yeah, exactly. turn it off, man. Yeah, <laughs> Gallagher never sledgematic up <laughs> he, go to bed. <laughs> He'd do sledgematic for breakfast if you let him, you know. I mean, he was <laughs> That's so funny, man. We all have songwriter buddies or yeah where it's like all right yeah enough yeah, with the bit stop. right <laughs> all right go to bed so we you know we were on the west coast a lot you know back during that time you know i know you were before this but like were you friends with petty and and that that whole crowd we, we knew we knew mud crutch back he was when, in a band called mud crutch you know petty was um i, I was telling them uh my wife who's younger than me and i I could, I could see I, I that. I try to tell, I try <laughs> to fill could, Anybody could see that, right? Try to fill in some history, but we used to go up to this, uh, in Gainesville, there was a place called The Farm. We used to go up there and see Mud Crutch play, and Petty would stand in the back and play bass. He never sang. Oh, wow. He he, he was the bass player in that band. That's how we knew Tom Petty. And, and he was that's the also, bass player. Yeah. That's also where we discovered mushrooms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> was in Gainesville. Yeah. Really? And we, yeah. uh, we stole some of the... Uh, spores out of the cow piles and took them to our ranch and thumped the spores out in the piles and to this day they just i shouldn't tell this should i no yeah you should <laughs> what Where, give be, me the address <laughs> <laughs> the, there was a there was a, a college professor who originally brought those things yeah, to to the university, university of florida, florida. And up there in gainesville and that's how they got around so florida's gainesville florida state is tallahassee right yeah <laughs> one time i made a mistake I was on tour with somebody and I, we were in one of those college coliseums. I guess I was in Tallahassee and I didn't, I'm from Texas, so I didn't know, but it'd be like being at A&M going, hook them, come on. Yeah. And I said, yeah, yeah come on, yeah. let's go. <laughs> and man, I never want them back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was they a pretty big rival. Yeah. yeah. So you got mushrooms from Gainesville. Yeah, you only have to get them once. They they, <laughs> they come keep, up every year. They keep coming up. Every, if it's raining, <laughs> all you sun, need is rain and sunshine, yeah. and cows. Yeah, and cows. Right. We always yeah. had cows. Y'all still y'all still work a ranch? Yeah. Yeah. We 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 started the first line of a song one time. There's some cows. Some cows live just a mile that drop a wild high in their pile. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty good. Was that mushy? mushy? Yeah, we have a song called Mushy, yeah. <laughs> so as a, as songwriters, y'all are still writing songs. 
Yeah. You just kind of like, do y'all get together and do it? Or do you come up with something and you go, Hey man, check this out. Help me with chorus or we do all just kind of all those things, you know, no set pattern. Just Howard will come down to the studio and say, Hey, I got, he's, he's, um, he's a, you know, kind of a Neanderthal, you know, he, he won't show up with a guitar or something. He'll go, Hey, listen to this. And he'll start and, and just sing something on his leg. And I go, okay, I'll work on it tonight. I'll take my phone and then I'll go in and flink around. And Isn't that funny how that send, works? Yeah. I send it back to him and yeah, te text me. <laughs> I live just, I live, you know, like, y'all live on the same property. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. We, we live he lives on about, old family ranch. He lives about a football field and a half from my house. I remember, like, I'm dating myself. It's, it's a trip to be with you guys because even though I've I've been in this business now, I think 30 years maybe, or, you know, at some level, but it's still so funny because I can still see my frat boy friends trying to two-step to a redneck girl or whatever, like, at some fraternity party when I was in college. And you guys, you guys have just always been there. And over the, since I got busy, but then 20 years later, I go, damn, man, they're still killing it. It reminds me of like a Jerry Jeff Walker thing or, or some of those other things where you go, they've always been there and they're never going to leave. You know, the Jerry Jeff thing, I think his losing him impacted me harder than a lot of people because it's that was that kind of thing you thought he would always be here always yeah and last time i had seen him we were doing a show together and he was out in the pouring rain i mean just i mean he had to be just whacked out and i <laughs> i didn't know what the hell is he doing and he was just out in front of he looked and said is that you Howard? yeah what are you doing <laughs> The last time I saw him. Is that you, Howard? <laughs> Get over that. Come here. Yeah. I'll tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that I love about joining the circus. Is it? It's almost, it's almost like, because every time I've ever seen you guys at a festival or at a package show or whatever, you guys have always been so cordial and friendly. Like, hey, man, come on, Jack. And I was like, oh, how do they know me? And y'all just always have. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we. I don't. I don't think we've ever been. We don't know any better. Yeah, it's just kind of the way we were raised. It's kind of the way our family was, and and uh, uh, I get. I, I call everybody honey because our mom did that. He calls me honey. I don't. <laughs> same. All right, honey. I'll worried. be in a store. I'll be in a restaurant leaving. Yeah, honey, I do that. Yeah, honey, I, I did this, honey, and 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 I have people turn around and look at me. Yeah, like these I, days it doesn't. And go these days, I, yeah, you have to be careful because what offends people is really weird. You don't have to be careful. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm not really, but <laughs> I know. but you it's can pretend. But. but it's but it's just kind of the way we were raised. It's just kind of our mannerisms, and it's but it's not funny. something you practice. That's where the rub comes. Not the rub, but like. That's where I am intrigued. Like, man, in order to succeed at a level, a consistent level that you guys have, and in order to continually stay above the fray, there has, there doesn't have to be, but most nine times out of 10, there's a, there's a big chip on a shoulder or an ego or a thing where it's like, and it works for people like us. <laughs> like, if you step on some toes, Hey man, that's just the price of admission. 
And it doesn't seem like you guys do that, or it never did. Yeah, we not many people. We stepped on, depends on if you step on our toe first. You know, that's kind of what we've always gone about it. You know, everybody deserves, you know, your best side until they prove otherwise to be, you know, somebody doesn't deserve, <laughs> needs their toes stepped on. And there's a few of those. But you know, we just we haven't had them. Most of them are record companies, so they don't. So your companies count. are easy. <laughs> they're, sto- they're, they're toe steppers. <laughs> but when you guys were having the consistent chart success after chart, like hit after hit after hit after hit, from like what 76, 78? 76, yeah. But how did y'all stay out of the rat race? Never seemed like you guys were part of the rat race. Well. It wasn't a matter of, we didn't really try. We it didn't fit in. Yeah, we just didn't fit in very well. And uh, and we we were gone a lot because we had a really weird career because we worked Europe and Australia and, and South Africa and all those places so much until we would come into town and, uh, you know, see people, you know, in the, in the business, like maybe once a year. Or who were your contemporaries? Like who were, who were the other artists that you. In our book, we, we talked about <laughs> playing, doing TV with ABBA and then coming home and playing a show with Jerry Clower. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about as, spectrum right that's there. about <laughs> as far <laughs> apart as you can that's get. That's yin and yang. Yeah. And we've got many, uh, you know, instances like that. Cause we'd be, We'd be over in Europe doing uh, Bonnie Tyler. She was, uh, she had it's, it's a, heartache a heartache when that was out. Uh, when after Love Flow, that song, and and we would be over there doing that. We'd come home, go on the road with the Gatlin brothers. You know, we're all friends with with the Gatlin brothers. Yeah, after be beat at Larry's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to whip his no, ass? No, no, no. We we. Those were the, they were the wild. We were all wild. We were all days. so wild. You know, it's funny. Man, every time I'm with Larry, I go, I'd look at him. Because he's he's on the straight and narrow and has been for years. But every time I'm with him, I'm like, the only guy in the world who should never do cocaine <laughs> well, <laughs> would be you. Thank you, like, thank you. Figure that you out. That? <laughs> well, Larry, uh, I'll, every time we see him now, I say, so remember that time? He goes, uh-uh. He goes, I know I didn't always live my life at the foot of the cross. <laughs> and we he know said, you didn't, too. And he said, yeah, yeah. We, we remember those stories. So We yeah. had to beat you down with the cross. <laughs> but, yeah, we played with everybody, man. We, uh, we went on the road with Alabama and Charlie Daniels back then and uh, the Oak Ridge Boys. Were you always the opener or were you all closing? Uh, like, all did you ever have, of, like, a real stretch where you were headlining stadiums yeah. or anything? I mean, it just depends. Um you know, I think the secret to our survival still here is we could work any situation. We could open, we could close, we could be in the middle, and of any type show. You know, and and you know, I know a lot of groups get to a certain status and they won't play a venue that's you know won't lessen themselves to play a smaller right. venue. But you know, the way we've always figured it, you know, if it routes in, the money's good. And they treat you good. We'll Crowds are good. We'll be there. And uh, we've kind of looked. That's at what it I that mean way. about the whole roach deal. Like, yeah, it's it's a cockroach mentality. Like, right? hey man, tell me, cool. Yep, we'll be there. Yeah. And the the ego part. That's the funny part too, though. That I enjoy, have always enjoyed about you guys and other artists that that I consider this in the same mentality is like the music 
also has always represented that same kind of mentality. Like it's a, it, it feels like a flow. It yeah. never feels like you're yeah, reaching you're right. too hard or digging too low. It's just like, man, here's what we do. <laughs> and it fits us like old boots. Were y'all friends with the amazing rhythm aces? Yeah. I knew Russell. Yeah. Uh, didn't play a lot of shows with them, but, but, New that kind of music always seems. Oh man, to fit. That, yeah, that's such great stuff. Just really great stuff. We we knew like Lana Rillen section. Yeah, all those guys. Did y'all know Doctor Hook and all those? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. did shows in Europe with Doctor Hook. How was that? Was that a wild ride? Oh, it was great. Well, I was talking about. I got a story about Doctor Hook and <laughs> what you got and and what what's what's John, Jean, uh, Kendall. Uh, what was Jeannie? It? No, it's for Royce. Her, uh, Royce. Royce Kendall. I got, I can't tell this story. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, no, I can't. We'll cut it out if it's not good. But, uh, no, it's good. It's really <laughs> good, but it might, it might come back on me. Uh, but I ain't, anyway, I ended up in a toilet with Royce Kendall and Dr. Hook. We were doing some things down there. <laughs> and it wasn't, and it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't taking a leak either. <laughs> Those are the, when was we, that? Oh, oh that was uh mid eighties? Uh, early, early to mid eighties. Yeah. Yeah. That was that that tour that he's talking about had the Kendalls and Dr. Hook and Charlie Rich and Bobby Bear. Oh wow. And us and Johnny Cash on it. That's where that's where we sit with Johnny in that little old dressing room. Johnny was in Frankfurt. We don't we we just met him in passing. And he sent somebody, he said, I want to go get them Bellamy boys. I want to talk to them. And we came over, sit down in this little dressing room, just about as big as a circle with Johnny. He just sat there for a long time and just got to talk to him. It was, I would have just, I would just kill to have that on tape, you know, just. It's amazing how that works, how you find yourself in these moments where you go, you can feel the weight of the room, but still you go. And then 10 years later, you're like, God, I wish I could remember that better. Even though when you're tapping, you go, I'm going to remember every single detail. <laughs> Especially that tour, man. That's a heavy tour. We did some really crazy well, tours. There was, this, there was this dude over there doing, he'd take everybody in country music and do a, a European tour of Scandinavia and on in Spain. And uh, I mean, had from Tammy Wynette and from Freddie Fender uh, and the killer. God, oh did. yeah, one one we, time Jerry Lee, yeah. we did, yeah, we did a tour. One Jerry time Lee. we Whoa, went, boy. we yeah. went on, <laughs> yeah, we went on tour with Jerry Lee, David Allen Coe, and Tanya. Oh boy, and us, and Howard at that tour. Howard said, "You know, it's really bad when we're the straightest people on this." Tour. <laughs> I was about to say, man, like we're we're the voice of reason, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, and then uh, and then Freddie was on that tour too before he quit drinking. Yeah, because we knew Freddie in both worlds. And we knew Freddie, you know, because he came, he, Freddie actually came down to the ranch and. It's Freddie from San Antonio. He's from Corpus originally. Corpus. Yeah. We did a duet with him yeah. way back. He sang Spanish and we sang it. And it, it should have been that released. Voice, One of those man. political things that, no, we couldn't allow. Oh, this. it was so great. Back then. But yeah. It was he a, did the translation yeah, to some lyrics. A song called Stand in Love. So, all of it was wow. so great. I thought it yeah. was, yeah, it was killer. And, that uh, guy. All oh, he could sing. Amazing. He, he come down. This little skit in my head. For some reason, I woke up one morning like 15 years ago, and I had this vision of Flaco Jimenez going to the dentist at like eight in the morning, like a Saturday Night Live skit, where somebody, where the 
the nurse comes out and goes, Flaco Jimenez? And he goes, it's Flaco. Flaco Jimenez. <laughs> That's the, whole, funny. the whole thing is just him going, funny. it's Flaco, goddammit. I love Flaco. <laughs> Man, Flaco. He's such a great guy. That stuff, whenever I'm in a bar and it's at that moment and somebody plays like for the next teardrop falls or whatever, and you just go, I know. it's sublime. Like, it really is. It was a we were on stage on a on a cruise ship in out of Sweden. We we left Stockholm and we're just and we're cruising all across to Finland. And uh we were we were on stage, they had a really nice showroom in this in this cruise ship, and we were on stage and and uh there's a lady standing like right here, uh what our whole show crying her eyes out. Just I mean crying like you know, her her clothes are wet, she's crying crying so hard. And uh, so after the show, I mean, I, I, you know, you couldn't ignore it. So Judy, our international agent, I told you, I said, I said, get her and let's get her an autograph or something and see what she wants if she's okay. And I said, and so she came back and brought her back. And I said, are you all right? And she goes, I miss Freddie Fender. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, so that was her answer to the whole thing. You know, I, I said, Freddie I do Fender. too, honey. I said, I Me miss too. it real bad. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. So what have you, uh, what is it, Honky Tonk Ranch? What is that? That's our, that's our reality show. We started up. Uh, it really doesn't have a definition. It, yeah. <laughs> it's just. Is it just you guys hanging out being ranchers? Well, kind of. And songwriters? Well, and well yeah. It's, it's just a mishmash of a lot of things. Yeah. It's, it's, you know. Is it fun? It, it is fun because. You know, you, we can take credit or the blame for it because we don't have anybody really telling us what to do, and it's not really scripted. You know, it has a, it has a, an idea, a framework. Like, do y'all make up shit to do, or, or do you just get up and go, what, what we, does the day have to offer? We, we, like Howard said, he, it's we get a framework of like, okay, today this is kind of going to happen, but we don't really script any of it, and so. Not a tight uh, script, and and some of it really does go on the road. Like we took it to uh, we took it to Belgium and England last year. It's the only time we've ever taken it out of the country, but we've had it on the road in Texas. So uh, we took it to. Did we go to Billy Bob's and do a? We didn't do it in Billy Bob's. Okay, well we did something in Fort Worth. I remember, but a lot of it takes place at the ranch too. It'll it'll it can show. take place anywhere though. You know, yeah. Just, so it's just you guys and your travels and travails and well and, and you know we'll run across people you know like we like blake shelton asked us to come out and do that the big tour with him and us and john anderson and when we got out there you know we'd taken the camp we were just going to shoot stuff around the tour you know and blake said hey i'll do it you know and so blake came on and so that started something up and then we had uh, john snyder came on and we did a dukes of hazard episode oh that's funny so so it's it's kind of taken off like that, and then we'll go to back down to the ranch. And there's one about the skunk ape. We yeah. have a the Bigfoot in Florida is a skunk ape. Yeah, right. So there's a skunk skunk ape episode. Yeah, you know it's a stoned <laughs> out show. It really is. is it? It really is. Yeah, and and it's just. Were you guys always? Did you guys? Did you guys always kind of not not position yourselves, but like just by happenstance of lifestyle, we're all always kind of the hippie cowboys. For a long time, it's we pretty, were yes, pretty. Yeah. Natural, yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty natural progression. Yeah, 
Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah since I can remember. Were you friends with John Anderson when, in the 80s oh, when yeah. he was having yeah. hits? And yeah, he's from just a little ways from where we live. Yeah. He was funny. I, I did a show with him. I did like a string of shows. They were weird shows. They were those kind of fire, they call them fire. Yes, we've done them. Where, where, yeah, where I, everybody yeah. gets a ticket, but yes. So you got to play Not a necessarily big to come. They don't necessarily come, but yeah. they buy tickets. <laughs> so you're playing, you're yeah. playing in a ring. Well, FOP. And there's 400 people. It's like, oh shit. And it was fun, though, just to watch how professional he was and how badass he was. And now he's got that volume pedal in his throat. God, he's great. He's and he great. came back and he was in his camouflage hunting gear. And we were following him in our van with a trailer. We were following their buses. And he just came up. He goes, all right, boys, I only got, I only got one piece of advice. Sync up your pills. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want some guy going hunting while another guy's going fishing. <laughs> Sounds like, like pretty good advice. Yeah, that sounds. That's what I like about John. He's to the point. Uh, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, we've been fortunate and to, to worked with so many people. I mean, it, it really isn't. So, what do y'all do about music now? Like, it's hard for anybody to figure out, especially coming from like vinyl records to cassettes to CDs. Like, what do you do? How do y'all approach make putting out new music now? Well, you do you have to do what everybody's doing because that's all there is, you know. Um we consider we sit around and bitch about not being able to, you know, yeah, and do this or that it like it seems to even change the digital world seems to even change subtly it keeps it keeps getting harder to me. Either either my ears are getting more sensitive but the hardness of it is yeah. just sometimes It'd take me over. And just doesn't have the, the warmth. We don't sound hard. Like yeah. It really is to get that warmth back in the sound. Uh, and that's the funny part is like my kids are teenagers. They don't know what you're talking. Like they don't, you can't miss something you never had. Well, this is true. You know, and that's what you're, that's the world you're in because you're, you know, you're, you got to compete with all of that. So have y'all been making new music? Yeah. Yeah. We, um, We've actually got a lot of new music out, and we've got a brand new album. Actually, we've got a covers album coming out, which is really funny because we've never done one. What kind of covers do you guys do? We we did uh, we did uh, well, enough. We did it's a heartache. We did it's a heartache. And, we did uh, the most beautiful girl in the world. Did great, oh, so great songs, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, we just did great so songs. We did uh, knocking on heaven's have... door, reggae style. You That's know, great. It feels real good. Did stuff like that. Just stuff we like. So. What's it called? It's called Covers from the Brothers. So The Bellamy Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and we got, you know, we were talking about John. Um, we just, we did a duet with John last year. And, uh, and, 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 you know, we just put it out and it got like 4 million hits on YouTube and stuff, you know, just like right away. He, he sang so good. on. We did a song called uh, No Country Music for Old Men. Oh, that's great. And, uh, and uh, just us and John. Where'd that song come from? I wrote it, and <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty great. Good. Good. And it's and it, really it did really song. well, you know, because we've been on the tour with Blake and John, and and you know every night, you know, I hear John again. It got so familiar again because we. Oh yeah, it's like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> so when I wrote that song, swinging, um, I wrote that song like actually right, I think the same day Kenny Rogers died. Oh wow! And and all I could hear was John in my head. And so I called him, I called him up and cause we had, we'd all, the, the tour like all come to an abrupt end all together, you know? 
right. in the parking lot somewhere in Nebraska. And I called him up and said, hey, can you do it? He goes, yeah, yeah. I says, if I can get to the studio. So I arranged for a friend of ours over in uh, uh, Hendersonville for John to come over and sing there, you know, send it to him. And then we sang it. And we ended up shooting a video, but we shot it in separate places as well. We shot ours in Florida and him out in a field up there. But it actually all came together really well. That's fantastic. So, yeah, we still do a lot of stuff, you know, just. So is this one of those deals where you guys just, I know, I know how I feel about this. I know how Willie Nelson feels about it, but the road goes on forever until. Yeah. We, we've, of course, Willie's set the standard, but, uh, you know, we didn't, you've never seen Willie retire. Have you? Yeah, you can. And in the final, the final tour, you never heard him announce the retirement tour. Have you? <laughs> I've always thought like, whenever I think about retirement, I go, you can't retire from a job you never really had. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not like, work to start with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retirement's really not a. It's not an option. Not really an option. I mean, it, it's too Death much is to retirement do. for yeah. us. I guess you know it's. We were walking in tonight to the show, and this guy from India walks up and said, "Hey, we have a venue in in uh, what, where did he say? Oh, oh, here, oh, in India, Bangalore, 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 Bangalore. Uh, India, Vinia." And I said, yeah, well, we, "We've date. been working on some more Indian dates, but you know, we got, had to stop because of COVID." So. He gives us a number and says, have your agent call. Yeah, we got a, a date in Bangalore if we want it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just a, it's a long damn bar, way. I know game. that. <laughs> We're the, we, are, we are the only country act to ever play India. Really? Yeah. Because it, it ain't easy to tour. But it's but it's a neat thing to do. Is it fun? Yeah. Oh, it's an experience. Has, people, your, has your experiences great. overseas, because you guys really, we were joking on the bus earlier about how that used to be a little catchphrase. They were we're big yeah. in Belgium. Exactly. But you guys really have taken the time and the effort. Have, have you ever seen the end of Spinal Tap when the band goes to hell, and, <laughs> you know, completely and everybody's having a little party, his little breakup party and stuff. And then the one guy comes running and goes, hey, we're on the charts in Japan. <laughs> that's our life. That's, that's we've so, had that happen so, so many good. times, you know, hey, we, we, we just went gold in Denmark, you know, and. I think it's. I think it says something about your humility and your, your humbleness of, of your music sounds like your personality. Your personality is just like your touring, and it's like, hey man, is it a good gig? Good people? Yeah. Let's go play. Yeah. That, I think that's part. I mean, of when you compare our lives to most people, I mean, what have we got to complain about, really? <laughs> right. You know. Even I mean, if yeah, I you feel like little, hell, you know, you got I, two little. Stateside rooms on a bus yeah. with your brother. Get, <laughs> Get my best say, sleep there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wake up and say whatever I want to to it. <laughs> well, man, thanks for hanging out. And yeah, talking thank you. And man. taking the time after a show. I know oftentimes after a show, it's not the best time to get on camera, but I appreciate it. And I really respect and admire yeah, what, you what guys a are. night we picked, man. This I know is, if this I could have just first... had that vest, we'd be talking <laughs> yeah, a little, you, little while. I know I'm making fun of my vest and didn't want to borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, man. Thank you. All right, thanks, Appreciate Jack. It. Thank yeah. you, brother. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys are fantastic. Your blog's called Jacking Around. That's I love perfect, it. I love it, man. That's real good. That is just Jacking great. Jacking Around. <laughs> That's killer. That's real good. Is that yeah. we good? <laughs> oh, now he's going to turn the camera on. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get all that? Wait a minute here. That was all. A rehearsal. Yeah, we've had that happen. Oh, you know what, man? This might 
biggest fear. I have like nightmares about that. Check it. Like I'll forget to press record and I'll have to say, 